0: And guys, that's what we want to do as leaders. We want to learn, and we know that we're always in the process of learning more and more about leadership. And so I want to get started today, and I thought about this. How in the world could I launch this thing out there this year and kind of get you going so that you would understand that, man, we're going to be talking about a lot of great subjects, and we're going to be digging into a lot of leadership stuff this year. And uh, I really want to pour into you this year. I really and truly want to do that. So, okay, here we go. The title today is Leadership Examination of Me. Not of everybody else, but of me. And uh, <clears throat> I believe that leadership is a very personal challenge. It's, uh, it involves all of us as leaders, whether we're CEOs or business owners or mayors or pastors or whatever we are. Uh, we have to make leadership very personal And one of the things that I've learned about leadership is that as a leader, we're always on display. Uh, We're always being examined. We're always being looked at. We're always being evaluated, and I think you would agree with that. And and man, we, we just got the pressure on us all the time. And people are sizing us up all the time. They're watching everything we say and everything we do. And I'm going to tell you, I told a group last night, I was speaking to a group, and I said, you know what, leadership is hard work. It really is. It's going to require something of you. Uh, It's going to demand a lot out of our lives. And so when I thought about that, the leadership examination of myself there was a weird illustration that happened to me yesterday that I thought I could share with you about leadership examination of me, okay? Not of you, but of me. Yesterday, we had a memorial service here at the church. The church was, I mean, it was crazy. There was a lot of people here yesterday for this memorial service. And the the person that uh, had had went on out of this world, and we were celebrating their memorial, uh, his wife attends the church, but, you know, I, did, I don't know him. He didn't come to church. And so they asked, could they have the memorial service here at the church? And I said, sure, there's no problem with that. And, man, there was a lot of people here. They came from everywhere. There's all kinds of people here. And so, you know, when we're going to do something, we want to do it well. And so we want to make sure that we get all the check marks done, you know. Uh, for example, our team did an outstanding job yesterday. Uh, we, uh, we check the foyer. How's the foyer look? Check. How's the bathroom look? Check. How's the smell? Check. Uh, what's the, what's the sanctuary look like? Good. Check. What's the music like? Check. Did we, are the CD ready to play? Check. Video ready to go? Check. Uh, the microphone, is it ready? Brandy, check, check, check. Great crowd. Me, me, personally, i got to do the checklist, guys. Are you ready for this? I'm about to go out there and stand in front of people. i got to make sure that this right here is rocking, man. So the very first thing I want to make do is make sure I'm all zipped up. You know, everything's ready and tucked and, and everything is good. Check. I, I checked that off. Uh, you know, I prayed about everything. Do I have some water? Stephanie got me some water. Check. Uh, am i prepared check uh do i have my bible check do i have a message check and 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 all good check marks uh even after the memorial service people came up to me and they went man way to go man that's great service and some of them even said can you believe this jim we think we're going to start coming to visit here. That was great, and I was—boy, my chest was popped out. And I'm thinking, right on, I am rocky in the spirit, man. I am, I'm jazzing this thing up. And so everybody was saying all the good stuff, and I was getting high check marks, brother Randy. While I was knocking it out of the park. I was proud of me. You hear this? And this little chubby kid walked up to me. He has freckles. He's a little chubby kid, and he walks up to me and he says. Why is your nose so red? <laughs> He's about seven years old, and I'm thinking, who the heck are you? Why is your nose so red? And I'm thinking, Dad gummin, I, I checked everything. I've I, I done good. <clears throat> I mean, I hit, the, I hit the home run. I swung for the fence. And you ain't heard a blame thing I said. You're just focused on my nose. <laughs> Why is my nose so red? how do you answer a little chubby kid about that? And uh, I said, uh, I came up with a brilliant answer, y'all. I said, I was in the wind yesterday and got wind burned. And I thought, I thought I was doing good. He didn't hear a thing. He's just focused on my nose. And I'm going to tell you, inside me, you know how big my nose got at that moment for me. (laughs) I'm thinking, oh, my gosh. You know, and, and so it happened. A little kid kind of examine me in a way that I never thought of. And I'm going to tell you something. They're doing the same thing to you. Every day of your life as a leader, somebody's looking at your nose. (laughs) They're, they're, They're looking at how you handle yourself, how you look, how do you handle, how do you talk, how do you walk, what do you do with your life. And as a leader, it doesn't matter whether you're a business owner or even you're just a parent or a pastor. It doesn't matter. We've all been given an incredible gift of leadership, and people are examining us. And I believe that as leaders, we ought to take the mirror test. Did you notice anything when you walked in today, Beth, what did she, what'd she say to you? You know, there's a mirror out there, and it said, what, take a good look before you walk in. I know, I, I know, uh, I know that Randall said, man, I asked him, did you take a good look? He said, man, I look good. I look good. And uh, by the way, why is you know so red? I'm just curious about that. You know, I, I, I'm thinking, I, I'm thinking. You know, when you when you really look at this, and I, I was thinking about this as a leader, this is what people see. They see us, and so when I thought about that, I thought, wow. You know what? Um, when we look at our lives, and I want you to notice the big question. The big question in leadership, to me is not how much money I make, it's not what position I hold, but the big question in leadership that we have to ask ourselves all the time, have I examined myself? Have I examined myself and have I taken responsibility for who I am? Have I examined myself and have I taken responsibility for who I am? I did a little research on a guy that you all probably know. His name is Pete Rose. Y'all remember old Pete? And uh, uh, I did a lot of research on this guy. I thought it was crazy the things I found out. You all know a lot about him. You know, uh, Rose, who was a Golden Glove outfielder for two seasons, also has received numerous awards. He was named, can you believe this, National League Rookie of the Year, 1963, the National League Most Valuable Player in 1973, and the World Series Most Valuable Player in 1975. He has all kind of records that he set in baseball. And uh, while Pete Rose was succeeding on the baseball field, he was failing in other areas of life. I mean, he was a real hit in baseball, but you know... He kind of went down the tube. And specifically the specific thing that was causing chaos in his personal life. And I want you to think about what I said. He was a hit on the baseball field, but he was a disaster on something that was causing chaos in his personal life. And uh, that one thing would eventually end his career. And uh, <clears throat> so I did some research on this cat. And y'all know that he went down the tube for gambling as a baseball player and putting the bets in on that. And, you know, a lot of people go, what's the big deal? Well, here's the big deal. And I, I researched this, and I thought this was really crazy. Ever since the World Series scandal in the early 1900s on betting on ball games, the Major League Baseball has worked to keep gambling out of the sport. Now listen to this. In every major league baseball clubhouse in the United States, Rule 21D is posted in the clubhouse where players and coaches can see it. The rule says this any player, umpire, or club, or official, league official, or employee who shall bet any sum whatsoever upon any baseball game in connection with which the better has no duty to perform, shall be declared ineligible, ineligible for one year. Any player, umpire, club, or league official, or employee who shall bet any sum whatsoever upon any baseball game in connection with which the better has a duty to perform shall be declared permanently ineligible. Now, Pete Rose, and I, I put all the numbers together. I thought, I, I, I thought well, okay, let's think about this. There's a sign in the clubhouse that he has to look at every day that says that. And uh, he must have walked past that 3,562 times. 3,562 times as a player and 554 times as a manager. Almost 4,000 times that sign was in his face and he missed it. So when we think about leadership, the thing that I want to really drive home to you is this. What are you missing? What are you missing? And we're going to talk about these things. That's not a blank, so don't freak out yet. But uh, I want to give you kind of four or five things real quick, get you out of here, because I know I can't get down where I want to go with all this. But I believe that all of us need to be self-conscious of certain things that we may be missing as a leader. And so the first thing I want you to write down under point number one is self-awareness. Self-awareness. What do you see in the mirror? And we need to be aware of who we are and what we look like in every area of our life. And I wrote a little note there, and I think you would agree with this. Human nature seems to endow people with the ability to size up everybody in the world, but, anybody want to fill in the last blank? Themselves. Isn't that true? We size up everybody. Man, we we got an opinion of everybody. And we are endowed with that opportunity to, uh, you know, size up everybody, but the person that we miss the most, say it, is ourselves. We don't stop (coughs) and consider who we are. We don't stop and consider our self-awareness. We're not aware of that. And so when that kid walked up to me yesterday and goes, why is your nose red? I'm thinking, Dad, and I hit a home run in every other area, but I missed the nose. And you know what? There's probably some things in your life that you are missing as a leader. And whatever that may be, you need to stop and really evaluate yourself. What are some of the things that you need to polish up on? What are some of the things that you need to work on? What are some of the things that, when you really take a hard look at you, that you go, you know what? There's room for improvement. By the way, you want to write this down. You do have room for improvement, amen. There is an area of your life you can get better. There's an area of your life that you can polish up on, and you need to be self-aware of that. And then, secondly, is self-image. Now, self-image is not just what you see in the mirror but self-image is what you project every day. And when I thought about that, I wrote a little note, and I think that this is an important note. If you're not happy with yourself, you will sabotage your relationships. If you're not happy with you, you're going to sabotage relationships around you. You know, if you're not happy with you and you don't have contentment with you and there's areas of your life that you need to work on and you're not okay with you, I'm gonna tell you, I've seen so many people allow that to turn them into negative people, and uh if there's an area of your life that you look at, and I think it's important y'all for us to look at how we project ourselves. what kind of image are we are we sending what What's the message that you send by the way, I don't know if you know this or not, but when you walk in a room, you send a message uh John Maxwell says you bring a climate with you everywhere you go. Uh, You know, you're either going to bring in the sunshine or the rain. You're going to walk in your office building or your workplace, and all of a sudden people begin to feel what you're putting out, whether it's negative or positive. In your self-image, I believe that we all every day as leaders ought to get up and say, okay, what am I projecting today? What's my image of me? Am I going to be a positive person? Am I going to be an upbeat person? Am I going to be a person that really is going to project the image of a winner? Am I going to be a person that builds up? Well, how am I going to do this thing? And as you go into 2017, you need to do that self-image check. And then number three, self-honesty. Self-honesty. And I think we got to be honest with ourselves. You know, a lot of times we kid ourselves, don't we? We kid ourselves. We need to be honest with ourselves. Where am I really in, in life? What are the things that I really need to work on? And I put a note there. If we, could kick, <clears throat> if we could kick the person responsible for most of our troubles, if we could kick the person most responsible for most of our troubles, we wouldn't be able to sit down for weeks. Can I get an amen? I mean, really, if we could just keep the person that causes us the most problems, we wouldn't be able to sit down for weeks because I'm going to tell you, the person that messes me up more than anybody else is me. The person that caused me more trouble than anybody else is me. And if I could keep the person that causes me the most problems, I couldn't sit down for a long time. Because I just beat myself up. So I think that we got to be honest with ourselves, And that is where we are. And then self-improvement number four. Uh, We need to improve ourselves every day as a leader, every week as a leader, every month as a leader. And you can put this down on your notes. There's one way that you can, there's one thing you can do to help you with that. Are you ready? A 10 power lunch every month that will help you out with your self-improvement. All right? So you need to come to that. And self-improvement. And I wrote this note on self-improvement, and I've said it a million times. When you're through changing, you want to finish it? You are through. When you're through changing, you're through. I want to stop right there for just a second, tell you something I read from a bishop uh, that wrote this. He wrote this down, and I, I, I wanted to read it to you. When I was young and free, my imagination had no limits. I dreamed of changing the world. As I grew older and wiser, I discovered the world would not change. So I shortened my sight somewhat and decided to change only my country. But it, too, seemed to be immovable. As I grew in my twilight years, one more last desperate desperate attempt. I settled for changing my family, those closest to me. But they would not have any of it. And now I lie on my deathbed and I suddenly realized if I'd only changed myself first, then by example, I would have changed my family. And from their inspiration and encouragement, I would have been able to change and make my country better. And who knows, I may have even changed the world. See, a lot of times we want to change the world before we change ourselves. And I think that our world can be a better place And it can be improved as we as leaders make the decision to change us. And we need to think about the self-improvement that will help us be better leaders. And I'm going to tell you, my commitment to me this year is to do exactly that. I want to polish up on me. I want to get better at what I do. So the fifth thing is that I think is so important is self-responsibility. Self-responsibility. Isn't it ironic that so many of us want to blame our failures on everybody else? We want to blame our mistakes on everybody else. We want to say, if it wasn't for you, I'd be better. If I hadn't married you, I'd be a winner. (laughs) But, you know, you look at this and you go, wow, we got to realize that self-responsibility is part of good leadership. We take responsibility for our own actions, our own lives, our own choices, and we stop blaming everybody around us. People say, well, you know, our company would be better if I could get some more employees or, uh, you know, if I could get some different people or my life would be better if uh, if I could move away and go away somewhere. But you know what? That's not what it's all about. I'm a firm believer that you start where you are and you make yourself better by taking responsibility of who you are. So the note that I wrote down is this. If you want to make a positive difference in this world, if you want to make a positive difference in this world, you must take responsibility for yourself. If you want to make a positive difference for in this world, you've got to take responsibility for yourself. And just kind of thinking about that, I believe that we sometimes don't want to face the reality of that. You know, we, we'd, rather, we'd rather look at everybody else. I read a little story about a man who visited his doctor And found out he had a serious health issue. And when his doctor showed him his x-rays and suggested a painful and expensive surgery, the man asked the doctor this question. Okay, how much would it cost me if you doctored up the x-rays? I think sometimes we want to change the x-rays. And we say, I'd rather doctor up the x-rays than deal with the real issues. And sometimes we have to, we need to stop that, stop, de- stop uh, doctoring up the x-rays, take a hard look at ourselves and go, wow, I got room for improvement. And we need to start with ourselves to make a big difference in our world. And then the bottom line is powerful to me. Is it possible, maybe, just maybe, maybe just a little bit, that you need to do a little personal touch-up? Is it possible that as you go into 2017 that you would go, Brother Jackie, it's possible that I need to do a little personal touch-up. Is that a possibility for you? Uh, Look at the person beside you and say, I think that'll work for you. Go ahead and tell them that. Amen. I think that'll work for you. Amen. So guys, have a great time. I'll see you. Thanks for coming to Power Lunch, y'all. Have a good day. God bless you. Amen. Amen. I'll see y'all later. (coughs)